right, Saturday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. If you're watching on any other platform but the Christian Television Network, switch over to Rumble now. We're trying to get to 1,000 viewers on Rumble. Forget Facebook. Forget YouTube. They're all just mockingbird media controlled by the feds, controlled by the federal government, controlled by the globalists. Forget owned by the globalists, owned by BlackRock, owned by Vanguard. Forget all these people. Get off. Go over to the only free speech platform there is right now, which is Rumble. Twitter's kind of there, but not truly. When you got Linda Yaccarino, uh, WEF sycophant in charge of Twitter, which she is. So switch over to Rumble now. Hopping right into it. RNC research video. Now what's happening here? is, of course, we have the quote-unquote war in Ukraine. Well, before the war started, we had, I'll show you the videos, uh, what's called cluster uh, munitions, cluster ammunition, was basically considered to be a war crime by the Biden administration. But as usual, remember, you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor, we're never going to mandate a vaccine, the southern border is closed, all the different lies that are put out there. Remember the people who actually brought up Dominion voting machines was not us, but Amy Klobuchar and numerous other Democrats. They're the ones who brought up the illegalities and the, the, uh, the, the possibilities that voting machines can be can be penetrated by outside sources. They're the ones who brought all those things up. They're not secure in any way, shape, or form. They're the ones who brought up, but as soon as, remember, right before, during, during the last year of the Trump administration, when he was trying to come up through Operation Warp Speed with the demonic vaccination, they were all saying, and even rightly so, of course, they changed their tune right after Biden got elected and started pimping and whoring the vaccine. They were all saying they were never going to take the vaccine. Remember that? Yet Peter Hotez saying one year is not enough for development of a vaccination. It's not enough for clinical trials. Never, you never actually um, approve a vaccination that you've had less than 10 or 15 years worth of clinical data and clinical trials on. But then, of course, he switched as soon as it became politically expedient for him and his globalist friends uh, to do so. And the same thing happens with all of this. The, that is what you call these people who instantly change on a political dime when it becomes politically beneficial for them to do so. That is what you call a principleless, spineless hack, whether they're Republicans or Democrats. If you operate, if your morals are based on what's expedient for you, what's politically beneficial for you, you are a spineless hack. And of course, that's what the Biden administration is. So here's the RNC research video. Video Biden on sending cluster muni- munitions to Ukraine. Play it for me, Will. We're in a situation where Ukraine continues to be brutally attacked across the board by munitions by these cluster munitions that are have dud rates that are very very low i mean very high that are dangerous to civilians number one number two uh the ukrainians are running out of ammunition uh the ammunition that they, they call them 155 millimeter weapons this is a this is a war relating to munitions and uh the running out of those that ammunition and we're low on it and so what I finally did, took the recommendation of the Defense Department to not permanently, but to allow for in this transition period where we get more 155 weapons, these shells for Ukrainians to provide them with a, something that has a very low dud rate. It's about one, I think it's 150. Sorry to make you listen to that mumbling moron any longer than you had to. However, just a few key points with this. First of all, he says that our ammunition is low. Just so you know, everything in our military is low. 
starting with morale and then recruiting and then all ammunition. We are very, very low to the place of it all being a national security threat. We are not recruiting people. Nobody is joining the Coast Guard, by the way. That just came out. Nobody is joining the Army. Nobody is joining the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines. Why would you ever join a military where you know that you're going to have Lloyd Austin going through your social media pages looking for white supremacist terrorism that doesn't exist? Why would you ever looking for something that has a MAGA hat on it? And that was the whole point of one six they could cast that's that net on all of us call us all white supremacist terrorists which by the way just came out in luck in tucker's latest broadcast where the chief of the capitol police was actually interviewed by tucker carlson the fox never let him air they fired him before that where it, uh, son is his last name chief uh, i can't remember his, his full, full name but his last name like son something son i can't remember it offhand but anyway, so he, he, was, he was interviewed, and he even said, the chief of the Capitol Police told Tucker Carlson that the, that the 1-6 crowd was full of federal agents. Full of federal, there it is. I mean, there's nothing else to be said here. That, that's exactly what happened. But anyway, back to where we're at when it comes to the military. We are at record low everything, to so national security threat levels. And they want to fight two wars? They want to fight a war in Ukraine against the Russians? They want to fight a war in Taiwan? against the most technologically advanced Navy and the largest army on the planet? They want to fight them when we're low on ammo? See, I don't think that Xi Jinping or Vladimir Putin are at, don't, I don't think they have any transgender guidelines to get into the Marine Corps. I don't, I don't think that they're recruiting using Dylan Mulvaney lookalikes in the military, which is what they're doing, by the way. Which is what the CIA is doing. Which is what the Navy's doing. Which is what the Air Force is doing. We are low in every conceivable way. The, the president of the United States just acknowledged on national TV that we are low on munitions, but hey, we're going to send more. And remember, that was a war crime not five days ago. Five days ago, it was a war crime to uh, launch, to explode, whatever you want to call it, shoot at, shoot, shoot people with cluster munitions. It was a war crime to do that. But now suddenly it isn't. What changed, I wonder? Here, Jack Poso video, Jack Posobiec video, breaking. Here is Jen Psaki saying that it was a war crime. Play it for me. Um, there are reports of illegal cluster bombs and vacuum bombs being used by the Russians. Uh, if that's true, what is the next step of this administration? And is there a red line for how much violence uh, will be tolerated against civilians in this manner that's illegal and potentially a war crime? It is. It would be. I don't have any confirmation of that. We have seen the reports. Uh, if if that were true, it would potentially be a war crime. Obviously, there are a range of international fora that would assess that. Um, so certainly, we would look to that to be a part of that. See, the problem with cluster munitions is, and I was just talking about it with my marine over here, Will, is that a lot of these munitions don't explode. They have a they have a high dud rate, so they end up embedded into the ground for people to find later. And then my producer, Aaron, brought up, he said, Are they gonna, I, told, I, I told Will and Aaron, I said, you know what? But don't worry, the Biden administration has come up with a plan to deal with it. 
They're going to go through the Ukrainian government, so they're going to come up with a program, and they're going to dig up all these live rounds, and nobody's ever going to get killed with them. And Aaron said, is their trial program going to be in India? It looks just like it is for every vaccine. <laughs> so they're going to put a bunch of unexploded munitions in the ground in India, or maybe they'll just go to Africa. That's where they like to chew, yeah. trial all these Mengele-style vaccinations. True. So maybe they'll go bury a bunch of, of, of cluster munitions in the ground in India and Africa and try them, just like a Democrat always does. That's what they do. As simple as that. Here's another one for you. Can't go the great video. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Let me just remind you who Jake Sullivan is. When you see him talk, him and him in partnership with Victoria Newland, him in partnership with John McCain, and Lindsey Graham overthrew the Ukrainian government in 2014 in a color revolution. I don't have time to, to digress into that tonight. I don't have time to deep dive into it. But just so you know, that's what they did. They had protesters, and they warned the government at the time to not be too violent with the protesters, and then instigated violence themselves. So they, that's, that should sound eerily familiar to you, doesn't it? That sounds like January 6th. We had operatives in the crowd and operatives in the police department that are actually instigating violence. The exact same thing they did with the protests in 2014 and overthrew these people who are just the arbiters of democracy, the defenders of democracy, overthrew a democratic, democratically, uh, democratically elected president of Ukraine who happened to be more in favor of having some sort of relationship with Russia. Of course, he had to go then because the Democratic Party, the globalists, and when I say Democratic Party, that includes John McCain. That, that includes Lindsey, Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney and Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski and Ben Sass and all in the Bushes and everybody else. Ukraine must burn to cover their malfeasance, to cover Metabiota, to cover, cover Burisma, to cover Provot Bank, to, to cover the myriad of other Democratic Party malfeasance that's gone on inside. When I say Democratic Party again, understand Lindsey Graham, understand that John McCain, don't speak ill of the dead. I don't listen, John McCain was what he was. He was not a good person. He was a wretched, horrible person who could have actually, actually voted out, gotten rid of Obamacare, and just out of spite did not do it. That's who he is. These people are Democratic Party shows. They're not even rhinos. They're not just, they're not Republicans in name only. They are Democratic Party plants. That's who they are, and there's many of them now. The John Cornyns of the world, the Rob Portmans of the world, the Marco Rubios of the world. They are Democratic Party plants. That's why nothing ever gets done. Nothing. $32 trillion in debt with both Republicans in leadership and Democrats in leadership. Nothing ever gets done because the Republicans, 95% of them, are Democratic Party plants. Please understand that. So when you see this video, Jake Sullivan overthrew Ukraine with Victoria Nuland, with John McCain, with the CIA, with Lindsey Graham, because Ukraine must burn. It's not just Ukraine must burn to cover all their malfeasance. They are all also the Romney family, Pelosi family, Biden family, all, all financially prosper there, profit there all the time. But can it the great video? National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan confirms cluster bombs are going into Ukraine. Play for me. A few points. First, we base our security assistance decision on Ukraine's needs on the ground. And Ukraine needs artillery to sustain its offensive and defensive operations. Artillery is at the core of this conflict. 
Ukraine is firing thousands of rounds a day to defend against Russian efforts to advance and also to support its own efforts to retake its sovereign territory. We have provided Ukraine with a historic amount of unitary artillery rounds, and we are ramping up domestic production of these rounds. We've already seen substantial increases in production, but this process will continue to take time, and it will be critical to provide Ukraine with a bridge of supplies while our domestic production is ramped up. We will not leave Ukraine defenseless at any point in this conflict, period. Always remember, when you hear about the Ukraine, this is a fight over the Donbass region, which wants to go to Russia. And remember, there was a deal in place that was ruined by Boris Johnson and Joe Biden, because Joe Biden basically used Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson used Joe Biden, whatever it may be. They destroyed the deal that was in place that was agreed upon by Putin and by Zelensky. They agreed upon it as confirmed by the former prime minister of Israel. All it was was that that Ukraine, this was the deal, Ukraine would not go into NATO and the Donbass region would be autonomous and able to decide whether they want to be in Russia or Ukraine. What's wrong with that? I thought they were all arbiters of democracy. That these people should be able to decide what country they want to be in, right? Right? That's what they should be able to do since these lines were actually drawn by Vladimir Lenin back at the beginning of the 20th century. They ought to be able to decide what, what they want, what country they want to be in, right? In the Donbass region, the eastern part of Ukraine, that is all Russian speaking, that has been tormented for years by the Ossoff Battalion and by other, other uh, Ukrainian military, been tormented for years and treated as second-class citizens, calling out to Putin to invade them. Oh, Tom, Tom loves Putin. I don't love Putin. He's a dictator. I don't love Zelensky. He's a dictator. It's like I've said for years. When Iran was fighting Iraq, did you have to choose sides? The Mullahs versus Saddam Hussein? No, you just choose not to, not to participate, which we never should have in any way, shape, or form. And that's exactly what we should do, be doing now because a thousand years from now, Kosovo, Serbia, all, all these are, some of these are current countries. Some of them have now changed names and whatever else, so don't hold me the names. Kosovo, Serbia, Czechoslovakia, whatever it may be, the former Yugoslavia, Ukraine, Russia, the Slavic Wars will be going on a thousand years from now because they've been going on for a thousand years up till now. And United States intervention never changes a daggum thing. It just makes everybody hate us more. Tell me what our national security issues are, our national security interests are, our national interests at all are in Ukraine. Where? What? Nothing. Nothing at all. And here's these people are always with Jake Sullivan, Joe Biden. We're sending more. Oh, we're sending more. $6.2 billion mistake. Send in more. Send in more. We're going to be up to $200 billion by the end of this year. $200 billion, we just keep sending the money. Can we really send them more money? How is the, what money are we sending them? We're sending them printed counterfeit money is all it is. Look at this Abe Hamaday tweet. Just so everybody knows the status of where we are. I actually titled the part of the portion, this portion of this show, Cabal U.S., U.S. Cabal. Abe Hamaday, attorney general, he should be the attorney general of Arizona, but because of the corrupt Bill Gates, the Bill Gates who runs the Maricopa County elections, not Bill Gates, Microsoft, he's not the attorney general of Arizona. He should be, lost by 200 votes. Yeah, right. But lo and behold, 40,000 votes couldn't be counted in Maricopa County that would have all gone for him. We had added one. We we have added one trillion dollars in debt since the passage of the debt ceiling negotiations. Oh my God! One trillion has been good job, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Thomas Massey, and all the other capitulating Republicans. Fantastic freaking job, as always. Great job, right when we needed you the most. Look what you did. So now we're going. We're thirty-two trillion dollars in debt now. 
Roughly one month ago, one month, we've added a trillion dollars in debt. One month. Let that sink in. One trillion in a month. Great job. Great job, Kevin McCarthy. And not only that, but let's leave this up for me. Not only that, there is no debt ceiling. Just so everybody knows, <laughs> debt ceiling doesn't exist because of Marjorie Taylor Greene, because of Thomas Massey, because of Kevin McCarthy, and numerous other Republicans that voted to eliminate the debt ceiling as even a discussion item until 2025. It's only halfway through 2023. So we've given Joe Biden 18 months with no debt ceiling, no spending limits at all. And he, what did he add to the debt in one month? A trillion dollars. Wow. In a month. Fantastic job. You know why we, you know why we vote for you guys to go to Washington, D.C.? It's to actually not vote for Democratic policies. Not so that you can be in the in crowd and be invited to all the cocktail parties and be considered reasonable by the Democrats. Why would you want to be considered reasonable or full of wisdom or compassionate by a baby butchering, vax mandating, COVID caving globalist? Why? Why would you want to be considered reasonable by these people? But that's where we're at. Just send Ukraine more money. More What money? What money? There isn't any money. The deck, this decadence will end, and it won't be pretty. All right, Lord, be, Lord Bebo video. Now, here's the latest in Ukraine recruiting. Play for me, Will. Oh, yes, we're going to fight for democracy in Ukraine. Fighting for that's how they're recruiting. That's how they're recruiting. They stopped this car, yanked the young man out of his car, and now he's part of the Ukraine army. Congratulations. Wow. That's that is this is this is democracy. We're going over there to war for democracy, just like they love, they love to make up their turns and everything's inverted. A closed border is an open border. An open border is a closed border. A woman is a man. A man is a woman. A mandated vax is a, is a requested vax or recommended vax, whatever it may be. Then we're going over there to fight for democracy. How is it a democracy in Ukraine when Volodymyr Zelensky has eliminated the next election? That's a fact, by the way. He's eliminated the all opposition parties. They're all in prison and eliminated all opposition media. There's one TV channel that you can watch, and it's the pro-Zelensky channel. And this is how they're recruiting soldiers to fight in the war. You know why they're having to recruit soldiers like this? Does anybody know why? Can you guess why? Because all the other soldiers are dead. Yeah. You should see the videos that you're not allowed to watch on, on social media. Unless you're on Rumble. Everybody who's watching on Facebook, switch to Rumble. Everybody who's watching on YouTube, switch to Rumble. Switch over. I'm not making any money off of Rumble. Made $126 so far, I gave it to the church. But the, if you watch the videos that are coming out of what the Russian military is doing to the Ukraine, the Ukrainian military, this is why they have to recruit like that because everybody else is dead. And you're going to go over there. and you, So how is it democracy to send this young man to his death? For, for, okay, well, what if it was a real democracy, you'd have an argument. It's not a democracy. 
It's like we're going to use a we're going to use a vaccination to stop transmission of infection, but it just happens to be the vaccination doesn't stop transmission of infection. We're going to go over and fight for a democracy that isn't a democracy. See, it's the same thing over and over again. You bring it back to me. So here's an Emmy video. I wanted to show you. I told you that the title of this section of the show is Cabal U.S. or U.S. Cabal. I wanted to show you this video, Emmy video. Mitt Romney is worse than a Democrat. Play it for me. There's no question but that the appearance of looking into Burisma and Hunter Biden uh, appears political. With regards to Hunter Biden, taking excessive advantage of his father's name is not a crime. Taking excessive advantage of his father's name is not a crime. I think people are tired of these uh, these kind of political uh, investigations and would hope that if there's something of significance that needs to be evaluated, that it would be done by perhaps the FBI or some other agency. Uh, we also have a lot of work to do uh, on matters that are not related to Burisma. We probably ought to focus on those things. Do you see any sign of Russian disinformation in those reports? That would be a hard question for me to answer. No, it's a very easy, yeah. it's a very easy. What I would say to It's a very easy answer. There is no Russian disinformation. Here we have Joe Biden, who is apparently encouraging Mitt Romney to run for Senate. What is going on there? <laughs> Secretary, does it? Nice to see you. Thank you. We'll speak in just a moment. Thank you so much. Is Joe Biden an honorable man? And the interactions I've had with him, he seems to be a man of honor. Mitt Romney. I spoke to Mitt this morning again. This is a man of enormous integrity. Enormous integrity. What is going on there? Burisma is the leading independent exploration and production company operating in the Ukrainian oil and gas market. Our key corporate governance principles, leadership, efficiency, remuneration, transparency. Kofor Black is a master spy. Kofor Black is also the in-house intelligence officer for the Romney 2012 presidential campaign. A man like Kofor Black can be very, very valuable, especially since he's earned the trust of uh, Governor Romney. Kofor Black, who is uh, director of the Counterterrorism Center at the Central Intelligence Agency. Well, thank you very much, Frank. It's a real pleasure to be uh, on this panel. I was at NSA as the chief lawyer there in case things went poorly, <laughs> sort of like the Warren Zevon song, what happens, you know, when, when, when it hits the fan. Do you know where Hunter Biden's laptop is? I, again, I'm not going to talk about any potential well, ongoing you know where it is? as I sit do here. Do you know where it is? I'm not going to talk about any ongoing... Is Hunter Biden a national security threat? That's not a question that would come up before me, uh, Congressman. You're uh, the head of it, the it, National it, Security Division, and he gave a million bucks to Hunter Biden. Are you familiar with that? I'm not going to speak about any ongoing... Joe Biden, the big guy in panic messages. Do you guys call Joe Biden the big guy at the Department of Justice? You know why you don't speak about it? Because it's about Hunter Biden. He's earned the trust of uh, Governor Romney. And I think people are tired of these uh, these kind of political uh, investigations. And would hope that if there's something that needs to be evaluated, that it be done by perhaps the FBI or some other agency. Taking excessive advantage of his father's name is not a crime. Uh, Director Ray, I, I begin by saying how much uh, I appreciate the work of, of your agents and how much I respect them. I have great respect for uh, the men and women who work for the, the FBI. And just remember, of course, that Mitt Romney's niece runs the RNC. That's a fact. She absolutely does. Rona McDaniel runs, Rona Romney McDaniel runs the RNC. That's who he is. Now, let's just go over this real quick. He's just, see, uh, by the way, he's no different than Mitch McConnell. He's no different than Lindsey Graham, no different than what John McCain was, no different than what John Cornyn is or Rob Portman or numerous others. And whether it's Senate or Congress, they're all the same. Please understand this. They've got to all be voted out. You don't vote for people based on electability. 
You vote on them based on what their principles are and will they stick to them once they get to the Washington cocktail circuit, which Marjorie Taylor Greene has failed. She needs to be voted out. Of course, she's attaching her lips to Donald Trump's butt right now because she's going to try to reform her, you know, her, what everybody thinks of her, her reputation. She's going to try to do that. But she understand that whether it's her or Thomas Massey, they're frauds. These people are frauds. People don't like me to say that about Thomas Massey because he's made some good stance. Great, you made some good stance. You, Thomas Massey pontificates all the time about fiscal responsibility, makes fun of the lack of fiscal responsibility inside of D.C., and then votes to eliminate the debt ceiling. Right. So he's a fraud. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a fraud, and Mitt Romney's a bigger fraud. Understand that what this is all about, this is just a giant symbiote. That's all this is, to create the illusion of synergistic tension. That's all that it is. So you think people are in D.C. fighting for you. They are playing roles. They're all leftists. They're all ushering forward the globalist agenda that they believe will personally benefit them. That's all that it's about. Their own self-aggrandizement, their own self-profit, their own fame, their own power. That's all that it's about. That's all Mitt Romney is. That's all that most senators, include most Republicans, that's why they all need to be voted out. You don't go, okay, is this person more electable? Is this person more likely to beat the Democrat? You, what's the purpose? If you elect a Republican who's going to vote for Democrats anyway, then why not vote for the guy that's going to actually stand up to the Democrats? Because what's the difference then? If you vote for the guy that's more electable, but he's going to vote for Democratic policies, then why not take the chance on the guy who could lose to the Democrat because you end, with, you end up with a Democrat either way, the other way. Yep. What's the point? Mitt Romney must go in that video. Look what he says. He said, basically, Hunter Biden has committed no crimes because using your father's name is not a crime. In and of itself, he's correct, but it's gone far more. It's gone to way deeper depths than that, where 10% is going to the big guy. So, and he, and he even says that Burisma really doesn't need, we need to move on from Burisma. Typical moveon.org Soros propaganda that, of course, Mitt Romney is spouting. Says Hunter committed no crimes. Biden encourages Mitt to run for Senate. Listen, if Joe Biden is behind your campaign, no Republican should vote no for that Republican yeah. who's been endorsed by Joe Biden. If Joe Biden says that you're a good guy, that means that a globalist, a communist, a baby butchering, transgender agenda pushing monster has endorsed you. Why would anybody actually vote for that person? And then, he, and of course, you got Mitt elbow bumping, just like you saw Mike Pence elbow bump, bumping Nancy Pelosi, because that tells you who Mike Pence is. Mike Pence is nothing more than a globalist Democratic Party shill who says the right things to ingratiate himself with Republicans so he gets in the place of being a vice president so he can ruin, basically continue. I don't want to deep dive into the election, but so, so that he would be in that pivotal place at that right time to do the bidding of Nancy Pelosi. Saying all the right things, casting, remember the, all these them, all these Republicans too. They say all these right things, and then when push comes to shove, when it's time to vote and put your butt on the line, they don't do it. That's Mike Pence to the letter. That's who Mike Pence is. Elbow bumping with Nancy Pelosi. Just like you had Joe Biden elbow bumping with Javier, My, or um, is it Javier Mayorkas, whatever, but Mayorkas, uh, DHS secretary. And then, of course, you have the Burisma board member who you saw in the picture, next to Hunter Biden. His name is Joseph Kofer Black. We'll just call him Kofer Black. 
Now, who is this guy? Remember, he's on the board with Hunter Biden on the board of Burisma. Who is this guy? Well, he's a former CIA official. See, it's just all <laughs> one giant family. Everybody, you need to understand it. It's one giant demonic antichrist spirit family. That's who these people are. Doesn't matter whether they're Republicans or Democrats. This guy, Joseph Cover Black, is on the board of Burisma sitting next to Hunter Biden. And he's a former CIA official. And by the way, who, who overthrew Ukraine? The CIA, Jake Sullivan, Victoria Nuland, Joe Biden, the Barack Obama administration overthrew Ukraine. It's all the same people. This guy is, quote, unquote, a master spy. He joined the Burisma board in 2019 and, and became the director. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. Became the director of, the, of counterintelligence for the CIA. That guy. Now, who else is he? Who, is, who else is this guy? He's the in-house intelligence director for the Romney, camp, Romney presidential campaign of 2012. <laughs> this guy, leave it up. That's great. I'm glad you have that up there. This guy on the, sitting right next to Hunter on the Brisbane board. Mitt Romney's there fighting for us. He's such a staunch conservative. What has he ever done? You ever ask yourself? Now, he did usher in socialized medicine into Massachusetts. Yep. He did do that. We got that. So we know he's a socialist. So what has this guy ever done? You ever, what's Lindsey Graham ever done? What's Mitch McConnell ever done? Well, they've confirmed some conservative justice. How conservative are they a lot of the times? They have done well lately, but that's just all. So listen, that shouldn't even matter that much. And I don't have time to deep dive into the, into the Supreme Court. But they actually never produce much. And when push comes to shove, we're $32 trillion in debt, sending hundreds of billions over to Ukraine. So here you have Joseph Kofor Black sitting next to Hunter Biden on the Burisma board. And he's in, he is the in-house intelligence officer for the Ripney, Romney for President campaign in 2012. That you, you really think there's any difference between the Republican Party and the Democratic Party? There are some differences between conservatives and liberals. And they're not even liberals anymore. They're leftists. They're, but you have to determine whether somebody's a legitimate conservative or not. Otherwise, it's just roles in a play. Traveling roadshow that doesn't travel in Washington, D.C. Oh, we've got four, rows, uh, four roles available for Republican. We've got four roles for moderate. We've got four roles, roles for Democrat. Who wants to volunteer? People just volunteer. If, 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 for many of these people, if, they, if it was liberal, that would make them money. They would be a liberal. If it was conservative, that, that would make them money. They'd be conservative. If it was liberal, that would make them famous. They would be liberal. If it was conservative, that make them famous. They'd be conservative. Whatever it would take, that's who these people are. That's why it's a giant party that you and I aren't invited to. They all work together. The same people that are persecuting via prosecution, Donald Trump right now, took down Enron. Same exact, it was actually Arthur, Arthur Anderson. The exact same people. Jack Smith was on, was worked with Lois Lerner when they were improperly auditing Tea Party members. Yeah. Jack Smith was a globalist cop at The Hague, working as a UN, basically a UN police officer. That's who these people are. Lisa Monaco, who is number two, right under Merrick Garland, worked with Andrew Weissman in taking down Enron and Arthur Anderson. And all of their decisions were overturned in the Supreme Court. See, I, I put out this post earlier today, I mean, or, or late, earlier this week on Twitter. Do you realize that everybody prosecuting Republicans are staunch leftists? Everybody who is recommending medical care 
medical treatments to Republican or starch leftists, everybody starting wars that right-wingers have to fight are all staunch leftists and wars they will never fight. Do you realize that? And then what the right's response is or what the Republican response is is to pretend like all of those institutions are unbiased. Let's all pretend the CDC is unbiased. Let's all pretend the DOJ is unbiased. Let's all pretend the NIH and NIAID is unbiased, right? They just all pretend. The very people that are, uh, that, are, that are mandating and dictating things to you are your political, ideological, and theological opponents. And everybody sits around and pretends like these people are unbiased. These judges are unbiased. These prosecutors like Jack Smith, Merrick Garland, Lisa Monaco, Andrew Weissman, these are wretched, globalist, leftist hacks. And they're in charge of whether somebody on the right goes to prison or not. Think about that. That's what's happening right now. And that last goober that they showed in this thing, this Matt G. Olson, who's the head of national security, head of the National Security Division, he's the one that Matt Gates was questioning, and was saying, Matt Gates, hey, you know where the Hunter Biden laptop is? Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna, there he is. Look, I mean, who wants this guy, right? I mean, just, you may not like that I say this, but who wants this little weenie <laughs> deciding whether or not you go to prison <laughs> for the rest of your life? Because he is, by the way. Yeah. He has a lot to do with the 1-6 persecutions via prosecution. This little weenie right here. Look at him. He, you know he's the guy that everybody stole his milk money his entire life. Everybody stole his milk money. They gave him 10 wedgies a day. That guy. And now he's got a badge and he sends everybody to prison. And why do they have to put the honorable in front of all these people's names? What makes Matthew G. Olson honorable? He's a lying leftist partisan biased hack who doesn't know where he's in charge of he's head of Na of the national security division of the federal government and has no idea where the hunter biden laptop is that's what he says under oath basically there you go all right let's move on all right patrick webb tweet i'm just remember the section of this show is cabal us breaking newly released documents reveal that top aide to fauci going everywhere all under u.s cabal top aide to fauci Attempted to evade FOIA requests. Why, why would anybody avoid a FOIA, FOIA request? If you want to know every dime that comes into Foundation Church, that's where I'm sitting right now, I'll show you. Ain't nothing to hide. Nothing at all. You want to see how I spend the money? Go right ahead. FOIA. FOIA the crap out of me. <laughs> I don't care. I got nothing to hide. Nothing. My wife gets mad at me because I tell people my salary from the stage. <laughs> I don't care what you think. But I certainly wouldn't be hiding from FOIA requests. Why would you ever hide it? Because you hear this verse all the time on this show. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, i.e. FOIA, lest their deeds be exposed. There's no reason to hide from a FOIA request unless you have something to hide. Does that make sense? Yeah. But Anthony, top aide Anthony Fauci, attempted to evade FOIA requests on COVID origins by deleting emails from his official government email account. Strange, isn't it? I mean, I'm hoping you didn't use bleach pit this time. So maybe we'll be able to get him back. Maybe we can get him back, Aaron. Yeah, your name? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Aaron gives me a maybe. Might yeah. be able to get him back. That's my tech expert. Maybe. Might be able to get him back. Why would you want to delete them all? Huh? It doesn't why would why would Anthony boy, I wish I I don't have time tonight, but I spent 30 minutes on why Anthony Fauci wanted to delete them. Because we all know 
He was sending millions of dollars through EcoHealth Alliance, Alliance and Peter Daszak to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. MetaBiota, owned by Hunter Biden, in bioweapons lab inside of Ukraine, partially owned by Hunter Biden, was sending millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Ralph Barrick was working with Dr. Xi at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The Bat Lady <laughs> on, on making uh, COVID, COVID-19 or, or SARS-CoV-2 transmissible to human beings. They went do- dove deep into the caves, thousand miles from the wet market, into the bat guana, bat poo-poo, pulled out the viruses and made them transmissible to human. And then made, it, made their gain-of-function research indetectable, a technique taught to Dr. G from Ralph Barrick, who's funded by Anthony Fauci. I wonder why he's deleting the emails. I wonder why when Anthony Fauci has financially benefited from every last thing that was done in response to COVID-19, knowing the entire time with access to podiums like this anytime he wanted over the last 39 months and 15 days to flatten the curve where he could have come up and said, you know what? I was funding gain of function research. This appears to be according to the two emails from two leading health experts that were sent to me right at the beginning of this whole thing saying that this looks like a man-made virus. He could have told us that from day one. Did he ever do it? Absolutely not. As he and the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation, Ralph Barrick, possibly Mark Zuckerberg, the CCP, and the PLA were all funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology, along with Hunter Biden from Metabiota in Ukraine. That's a fact. COVID select Dems tweet. Go to the next one for me, Will. If select committee Republicans... So here we have... This, this is the what's called the COVID select subcommittee on the origins of COVID. This committee is supposed to be getting down to the getting down to the you know the, to the the bare facts about what was the origins of COVID nineteen finding out what's the bottom line here what was what was the origins of COVID nineteen so that's what this committee's supposed to be about now they now the Dems have put up their own their own Facebook or Twitter page right here called COVID Select Dems and they're saying if so, if select subcommittee Republicans are going to spend time and taxpayer dollars on backward-looking political theater instead of forward-looking solutions, COVID select Dems will hold them accountable with the facts. Okay, so in other words, they don't want to know what the origins of COVID was. These are the people who are still masked. <laughs> to this day, I, I put it up there the other day with Taylor Lorenz, the columnist, the Mockingbird columnist for the Washington Post. She's still masked. It's outraged that people at the airport have to take off their masks so that facial recognition technology, which should scare the crap out of you, if you ever read the book of Revelation 13 and 14, she doesn't like that, that, that they have to take their masks off so that the facial recognition technology can actually work. She doesn't like it. These are the people that allegedly they consider, they consider COVID-19 to be the second coming of the bubonic plague, but they don't care about the origins of it. That's strange, isn't it? Very strange you wouldn't want to know when you consider it to be the second bubonic plague. You know why they don't care? Because they don't really consider it to be the second bubonic plague. They just look at it as a vehicle of control. That's all they care about. That's why they don't really care about the origins of it. What does that have to do with control? Nothing, so they don't care. All right, let's go to the next one. Julie Kelly tweet, 100, 100 million nonprofit run by wife of D.C. U.S. attorney Matthew Graves. You're like, Tom, you're jumping all over the place. Yeah, so I'll, I'll explain this is the lead organizer in effort to oust Clarence Thomas from Supreme Court. What are you talking about here? Remember, David Weiss, who's in char- who is the U.S. attorney out of Delaware, in charge of all things Hunter Biden. All things Hunter Biden. The seven audio tapes that Bill Barr knew about, 17, correction, audio tapes that Bill Barr knew about and didn't listen to 
which proved and exonerated and many different things. I don't, again, I spend an hour on it, but I want to get to other stuff. Bill Barr sent him that. Everything Hunter Biden, the laptops is with David Weiss. Everything's with David Weiss. David Weiss said he had pure, had, had, had absolute uh, prosecutorial autonomy, could do whatever he wanted. Merrick Garland said the same thing. Behind the scenes, David Weiss said to his staff, he was not making any of the decisions as far as Hunter Biden was concerned. There he is, another guy, got his milk money stolen every day of his life, 100 wedgies a week. That's David Weiss, has now got a badge and sends people to prison for the rest of their life. So there's David Weiss. So he, he says that he's got prosecutorial autonomy, right? That's what he says, backed up by Merrick Garland. But then tells his staff in email form that he is not making any of the decisions as far as the Hunter Biden case is concerned. But then says to the public and testifies under oath, that he has prosecutorial autonomy. Now he's backtracked, by the way, and said that he doesn't have prosecutorial autonomy. That's where we're at. Because they're all just playing this Potomac two-step game. He's going to say, well, I had prosecutorial autonomy. I just had to go through the proper steps. No, what happened was he was hitting a guy by the name of Matthew Graves, who is the, who is the U.S. attorney under D.C. See, Hunter Biden committed crimes in three different districts. The Delaware District, the D.C. District, and the L.A. District. Remember the L.A. District where he got kicked out of the sex club that he was too much <laughs> of a pervert to belong to? That's what that Hunter Biden committed crimes there. Why was he committing crimes? Because he was writing off his membership dues for the sex, uh, for the sex club as tax write-offs, <laughs> as business expenses, business along, expenses. <laughs> along with hiring Ukrainian and Slavic prostitutes. <laughs> that he was driving into the garage that Joe Biden was keeping his classified compartmented documents in. But David Weiss, see, he couldn't get prosecutorial authority in D.C. without going through Matthew Graves, who turned him down. Matthew Graves said, you're not bringing any charges in Washington, D.C. against Hunter Biden. Well, this same guy, Matthew Graves, his wife, who runs a $100 million nonprofit run by his wife, she is actually the, the, the lead organizer in an effort to get rid of Clarence Thomas. So these people who decide whether people go to prison or not are political, biased, partisan hacks. Understand that. You, you're going to go and you're going to go and try. You, you honestly think that if you were tried in Washington, D.C., you'd get a fair trial in a blue district? With a blue jury, blue grand jury, blue judge, blue prosecutor, blue defense attorney, blue appellate court, blue mayor, blue police chief, blue police department. You're going to get a fair trial inside of D.C.? Understand that's who Matthew Graves Matthew Graves is supposed to be an unbiased U.S. attorney prosecutor. Unbiased. He's a political partisan hack, just like Jack Smith, Merrick Garland, Lisa Monaco, David Weiss. They'll all tell you David Weiss. Was, a, was nominated by Donald Trump. He's nominated by the two heavily partisan leftist senators of, of Delaware who Trump just signed on to. That's how, they, that's how you decide who, who U.S. attorneys are going to be. The senators of the state nominated him. The president just rubber stamps. That's basically how it works. All right, let's go on to the next one. Illuminati bot uh, video. I have to show you this. Again, this is just all things cabal inside of the United States. BlackRock is a fourth branch of government. Play it for me. Two companies control the world, and yet you don't know them. When we think of the world's most powerful companies, we often think of Apple, Google, or Amazon. However, these companies are small potatoes compared to the two behemoths that are BlackRock and Vanguard. BlackRock and Vanguard are the world's two most powerful investment funds, with over 15 trillion in assets under management, roughly five times France's GDP. 
So how do these two companies control the world? The answer is simple. Vanguard and BlackRock own shares in all the world's most powerful companies. They are the largest shareholders in Google, Apple, Facebook, Amazon, and Microsoft. They are true financial monsters. They own absolutely everything. Pharmaceuticals, transport, banking, media. It's simple. Every time you do something, you make BlackRock and Vanguard richer. Look at T-Fund. You make Vanguard richer. You go on Instagram. You make BlackRock richer. You buy an iPhone. You make Vanguard richer. And the most terrifying thing is that when you make Vanguard richer, you also make BlackRock richer. After all, the two companies are each other's largest shareholders. Just a couple of stats that I want you to get when it comes to this is they have $15 trillion in assets, which, by the way, the G- that's five times the GDP of France. That's just slightly less than $5 trillion. It's $5 trillion less than the United States GDP. Our GDP per year is $20 trillion. We bring in 5 to $6 trillion in taxes. They're worth, they hold $15 trillion in assets. They are the primary largest shareholders in Google, who has banned me for life, Apple, Facebook, who has basically banned me for life. I can't friend anybody. They, they send me messages saying nobody can see your videos. Imagine that. You make content. What lie, what lie have I told tonight? Not one. Facebook sends me a message. Nobody can see your content unless they go directly to your page. They are the largest shareholders in Google, Apple, Facebook, Amazon, and Microsoft. They have large assets in Big Pharma, banking, and the media. Boy, I could deep dive into this for the next three hours. Why is it that? You, ever, you know what's happening in Russia right now. Is that, it's a part of the BRICS program that they call it the BRICS program, B-R-I-C-S. Russia is putting out their own currency that's all gold-backed as people are walking away from the dollar. I don't have time to digress into a bunch of economic things. There's other stuff I want to get into tonight. And then the real real coup de grace of this is that BlackRock is the primary shareholder in Vanguard, and (laughs) Vanguard is the primary shareholder in BlackRock. And Tucker Carlson got fired about three months after BlackRock became a large shareholder in, everybody can guess it, Fox, of course. Very strange, isn't it? And this is why you see all these companies. I'm I'm trying not to go down this wormhole. (laughs) This is why you see all these companies that are bankrupting themselves. It, It appears to be as if on purpose. It's coming from companies or their subsidiaries or their NGOs like BlackRock and Vanguard. Who are, why would, why would, I mean, you ever, you've seen the latest Bud Light commercials? I mean, it's absolutely hysterical. Why would these companies like Target, like Bud Light, like Kohl's, like numerous other, uh, numerous other uh, companies, why would they, why would they course, I don't want to say course correct, they really uh, set a course of destruction. Why would they do it? Because what's happening is, is companies like BlackRock and Vanguard are using ESG, environmental social governance, and DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion programs, to bankrupt these companies, to sabotage their stock, and then these companies, even these companies like BlackRock and Vanguard, come in and then buy, buy the decreased valued stock. That's what it's all about. You're wondering why would these companies do that? That's why they're doing it. Everything that you see, the, the USD losing its value globally is all on purpose. Understand that. I don't have time to get into that tonight. But let me get into this. All right, PBD podcast video. $4 million for deleting 47 million emails. Listen to this. React to details revo- re- revealing a connection between J.P. Morgan Chase, which is one of the six banks 
That's your own, that's what they're trying to do right now. CBDC currency comes out on Monday. I believe it's Monday or Tuesday. It's the 11th, whatever it is. What is today? The 8th? Yeah, it's 9th, Tuesday. 10th, 11th, Tuesday. Tuesday. CBDC currency rolls out just like the glorious vaccine rollout. Rollout, rolled out. You know, they had prior to the vaccine rollout, 300,000 people died of COVID. Post-vaccine rollout, a million people died of COVID. Great, fantastic, because they have no, they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome and have no immune system. So we have the glorious CBDC uh, uh, you know, central bank digital currency rollout coming Tuesday of this week, just so you know. The J.P. Morgan Chase... Wells Fargo, what's the other ones, Aaron? Bank of America. There's like there's six banks they want. Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs. I'm trying to remember the other ones. Yeah, there's Aaron will remember them if he does, he'll shout them out. But they want us to basically have five or six banks. That's why they're that's why you're seeing all these banks that get get lever basically leveraged out of business because what their investments are highly influenced by inflation and high interest rates, which Joe Biden caused both high interest rates and inflation to occur at the same time. That's called stagflation. He caused them at the same time. And that's what these banks were leveraged in bonds that are heavily influenced by stagflation, by inflation, by high interest rates. And it caused the, ba- these banks to just basically go out of business so that you only end up with six six options. That's the point. That's the point of all of it. That's the point of climate change, vaccine mandate, vaccine mandates, COVID-19, whatever whatever it is. Uh, the transgender agenda, gun grabbing, CBDCs, DEI, ESG is all to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. Those banks that they want you to have, Aaron put it up here to my left, JP Morgan here, that which we're going to talk about, Bank of America, Citicorp, Wells Fargo, and Goldman Sachs. That's They don't want you to have any other options. They don't want you to have a local bank. They don't want you to have any options, period. That's the purpose of all of this, is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point. Then they control the access point, controlled by tyranny. That's the point of all of this. But listen to this video. PBD uh, podcast, 4 million for deleting 47 million emails. 47 million emails. Yeah. React to details revealing a connection between J.P. Morgan Chase and Jeffrey Epstein. Play it for me. New court documents reveals more about Epstein's relationship with J.P. Morgan Chase. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, whoops. Reveal a deeper relationship between Jeffrey Epstein and J.P. Morgan Chase with prosecutors uh, filing exhibits containing hundreds of new emails. The bank accused of facilitating Epstein's child sex trafficking operation and has been criticized for slow document uh, uh, production. The involvement of J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon remains a central, remains a central question. While an email implicates him in approving a $120 million transfer the bank claims Diamond was unaware of Epstein as a client. Epstein has direct contact with multiple bank employees, including Jess Staley, the head of the Wealth and Later Investment Banking Divisions, who received business advice and connections. Mubaid. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm Gucci. Staley uh, allegedly supplied Epstein with uh, confidential information and fa- uh, favors in exchange for bank turning a blind eye to his sex trafficking conviction. Staley's association with Epstein led to his resignation. As Barclays CEO, Vinny, what do we know? Pat, about this it's story? like it's like right it, just when you think the Epstein stuff is like dying out or something's like gonna stop, it's like 
it, it keeps coming. It's like a, it's the Epstein saga. Anything that has to do with covering up this pedophilia ring, it, it, it's happening. Like, like when he, when he got suicided in jail, it's like a bad uh, murder mystery. The cameras were off. People weren't looking. The driver did this. By the way, J.P. Morgan and Jeffrey Epstein emails were released, and now Pat, this was a couple days ago. They mistakenly, J.P. Morgan mistakenly deleted forty-seven emails the security exchange commission fine chase only four million dollars how convenient all the business records which are supposed to hold for three years under the sec rules were deleted dated from january 1st to april 23rd 2018 they were deleted in june 2019 from uh 8700 mailboxes uh including those belonging to as many 7500 employees and it's like pat and then a random i swear to you i was telling rob this i was waiting for somebody to either accidentally passed away or something like that jim crown who was a board member of jp morgan chase died on sunday in a random plane crash and let's not forget pat they just paid chase 290 million dollars for all these all the situations with everything with the uh where was it but rob where the island and all that situation listen it's it's hush money they were hoping that that money would have everybody shut up but it's They're paying these little fine 200 million dollars is nothing to Chase Bank. And then again, we're accidentally, you mistake. This is, what, this is $290 million seller lawsuit alleging it knowingly uh, benefited from direct client Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking, according to a court filing Tuesday. Lawyers of Epstein's victims filed a uh, notice of settlement in Manhattan saying the deal has approved the deal. The $290 will go to a class of women yeah. who claim to have been victims of Epstein as much as 30% set aside for their lawyers, according to the filing. So 70% went to the so again, I don't have time to digress into a lot of these things tonight, but I will just tell you, it just shows you the giant symbiote. What, I mean, think about it. J.P. Morgan Chase just settled with the Epstein victims. And here's the thing, for $290 million. What is, why? Because they were knowingly in business partnerships with Jeffrey Epstein while he was victimizing 14-year-old girls with Billy Clinton and numerous other, why are none of those names released? I mean, J.P. Morgan Chase just settled a lawsuit for $290 million, which just remember, they have, they have a trillion dollars in assets. A trillion dollars is a thousand billions. A thousand millions is one billion. So $290 million is nothing to them. That's yeah. not, I mean, honestly, that's nothing more than a $20 bill for you and me. Nothing. So that's what they just settled. Jeffrey Epstein's victims with $290 million. What do they have to do with it? Because it's all tied together. Jeffrey Epstein is an op. He is a psyop. He, he, is, he is working for numerous CIAs. Our CIA, other CIAs. That's who he was when he was alive, before, they, before he committed suicide, <laughs> which, was, which was clinically impossible, according to a board-certified pathologist, one of the greatest pathologists on the planet. But before that, that's what it was. It was again, it's just all about leverage. It's getting people to fly over there, take pictures with them, having sex with 14-year-olds, and then you have leverage over them for the rest of their lives. Believe me, that's what's running the globe right now, and there's way more than one Epstein Island. It's called being honeypotted. Look at this next one. The Blaze, the Blaze tweet. She said to show you this, just to show you the, the op, the, these people who... Mark, like, I'll just read it for you. Mark Zuckerberg receives $43 million in private security while funneling millions to defund the police organizations. So he spends $43 million on personal security and then makes sure that you have none. You have no guns. You have no walls while he stands behind walls and guns. Same thing with the Biden administration. Joe Biden spent $500,000 to put a fence around his Rehoboth Beach mansion. 
Rehoboth Beach Mansion, which, by the way, I won't have time. Well, you'll see it in the post game, which makes sure you hang around for the post game videos. Fantastic tonight. Stick around for him. About a minute's worth of advertising. We go right to the videos. So stick around for him. But he just went on vacation. He has spent 40% of his presidency in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. He just took off again. He was just on vacation till Tuesday. So he worked till Tuesday. Well, not till Tuesday because that was the fourth. So he's on vacation till Wednesday. That's how the, that's how you have Kareem Jean-Pierre saying over and over again that the Bites weren't even in the White House when the cocaine was put there. Because he was on vacation until Wednesday of this week. And then he's uh, he's works for a day, then flies back to Rehoboth Beach for another vacation. You just got back from vacation, Joey. But these people, they live behind the walls. They live behind the guns. You're not allowed to have either. Then you say, they take away your guns. You say, well, okay, I'll call the police. Oh, you can't call the police because there is no police because Mark Zuckerberg defunded the police using millions upon millions of dollars while he hires $43 million a year worth of security. Yeah, that's a fact. Corey Bush does the same thing. Congresswoman out of, of course, California. Go to the next one for me, Will. New York Post tweet. Just have to show you this one. CDC, who dictates vaccinations, lockdowns, mask wearing, this is, these, these are the people of quote-unquote uh, science. CDC gives guidance for trans people. It's no longer breastfeeding. It is now called chest feeding. Using nipples that have no milk. Chest feeding kids accused of failing to consider possible health risks. Well, there are possible health risks. I'll try to do this in 10 seconds. However, several doctors, doctors criticized the guidance, not simply because the CDC has appeared to guide bi- biological men and how to breastfeed children, but because they claim CDC failed to gauge the risk proposed in drinking milk that has ke- that's laced with chemicals for transgender surgeries. Love you all. God bless you. From everyone who has been given much, or Romans 8.32, everything... All things. Ephesians 1, 3. Everything, every spiritual gift is yours. What was this much that was given to you? It can be summarized in two words. Holy Ghost. Nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you. The unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost. You got it. Narrow is the way and few find it. We are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the much that was given to you.